one, two, three, four. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Ding Show. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's called out It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's the awesome Chunk and Ding Show. It's the Chunk and Ding Show. It's called out Hello and welcome to the 64th episode of the Afternoon Yap. I'm Chunk the Punk, and welcome. with me today is my co-host and author of the book. If you're at all curious what I look like, just imagine Nicolas Cage with two hangovers. <laughs> it's my best pal in the whole world, Dinger Dog. Dinger Dog, what's up, man? I like that. Or like, or maybe the guy from the uh, Verizon commercials. With you don't look like that guy. The can you hear me now guy? Not the can you hear me now guy. The like. Uh, <laughs> The little dweeb from uh, the IT show on on HBO. Help me out. What's that IT show? Oh, uh, okay. I know exactly. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that guy. Anyway, good start. There's a hot take. On good. today's episode, we're going to cover the news of the week. We have some yap quickies, including Forza Horizon 4, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and the new movie First Man. Uh, we Those will- were all you. Mm. Yeah, because you're not going <laughs> to deliver the, the goods when we get there. We will then close the episode with a review of the new game, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Dinger Dog, first and foremost, how's it going, bud? Did you know that we're coming up on our two-year anniversary of the afternoon yap? I think that we started this, so this late an, October in 2016. So this is an important question. Like, do like I think we could probably like consult some married couples about this. Like, Do you count the part where we were broken up? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, does it is it a two year anniversary, or what about the time when I got fired? Afternoon yaps have have kept on going, <laughs> right? But, so it's not necessarily but my partner. Our, my partner wasn't involved. So I've been married. Time. For, I've been married for fifty years, just to three different people. What did you expect me to do when, for months at a time? I was consistently <laughs> harassing my heart broken. Like, oh, oh and, and oh. you know what my favorite part about you two dinger dog is? <laughs> I'll be there. That's what you'd say. It was like your catchphrase. I'll be there. Right. And then I'd be sitting there right. and my wife would be like, it was like I was going stop through like a crying. breakup. No, she would be like, you've got to stop trusting this monster. <laughs> He's hurting your feelings. You're getting, you're getting, you're getting, you know, lifted up just to be pushed that's, so far and down. And that's weird. It's like, I had the same or similar advice from my wife who was being like, I'd be sitting there like, you know, we're watching like Legally Blonde 2 snuggled up on the couch and and she's like, you have got to block him. You have got to say No. Well, just my favorite part about you is it's the Stonewall effect. You know, like I never know when the afternoon yap is going to happen until maybe 15 minutes before it does happen. But here we are, two years later, 64 episodes in. It's been a happy two years. Lots of love, lots of fun, lots of video games, lots of just... Lots of good times, yeah, baby. Oh, wait. And hold on. Fart jokes? We, yeah. Fart jokes. Dick jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, like, every episode, like, we need a button for when the masturbation joke happens. Uh-huh. Um, so I wanted to kind of <laughs> uh-huh. I wanted to kind of talk about this whole two-year anniversary by reading some of our reviews that we've got on iTunes. We've got right now, right now, until somebody else throws a wrench into these gears we got a nice we got 12 reviews with five stars 12 reviews isn't very high but at least if people are gonna give us a review they're not going one stars these guys suck right but have you read some other reviews that we've got on itunes no i'm not real vested well i've read them and i've transcribed them and i'm gonna read them to you right now so okay. this is afternoon yap itunes reviews two years in baby okay uh hobbs 105 writes 
Love this podcast. You guys have a chemistry that isn't common. Keep him coming. I also love Dinger's review on TV shows and movies from several years ago that people don't really care about anymore. Huh. Um, hey, I get where he's coming from. I'm a sad lush that can only watch movies on the plane, too. Keep it up, turds. Wait a minute. Wait. I don't know where the review started or ended and where your, like, commentary began. I, when we make merchandise, uh, one of my favorite catchphrases catchphrases that you have is wait a minute wait a minute and you, you always get this weird <laughs> accent when you say it wait a minute wait Whoa. wait a minute wait, wait a minute, a minute. Guys, wait, wait a minute are we really going to invest in this this guy uh pod or what was this guy's name hops 105 that's that's a nice five-star review right hey i mean who's gonna <laughs> review the movies that happened two years ago if not for me if not for you yeah and it's like and not even like the movies that you wanted to see two years ago and you already saw so you can't even like movies I, that you didn't I like see what two he years said. ago i like what he said i'm a sad lush too <laughs> i get it uh crisco writes um i'm Isn't assuming this is Hobbs? our good buddy kyle uh what i'm sorry go ahead no uh crisco writes came for the video games stayed for the hot historical references pound sand taken behind the woodshed i've learned so much already I think what I like the most about the show is Dinger's voice. He sounds like he just got done jogging, but he's still sitting there drinking beer. Now, that's what I call a voice for radio. Keep it up, jerks. Uh, yeah, that's that's about right. I mean... This it, was written two years ago because your voice... Have you been going back to the gym or something? Because your voice is... Smoking. smoking. I mean, like audio chocolate. <laughs> yeah, baby. no, just, I mean, you just, just have to start smoking and then you just... <laughs> <laughs> what it was i mean before when we got started i was like boy this is questionable because i'd be like so dinger how do you feel about nba jam and it was like a wheeze do you remember that like a like a and and i was like what is this problem that you have and you're like well i have a deviated septum and i was yeah, like boy yeah. you might want to go to the doctor or something about that And you're like oh trust me you i know, have you know why pay for therapy when you can just like come over here for two hours every month and get made fun of psychoanalyzed by this guy yeah, this guy by this guy uh, our next review was another five-star review. Scribs writes, only a few episodes in, and they're off and running. Great talk about gaming and love the sponsors. Speaking of the sponsors, does Chunk really think he's that funny? Oh, Jesus. Uh. All of the sketches are just the same one-note joke over and over. Maybe he should just quit this and go back to stand-up comedy or music. Oh, wait. Anyway, keep it up, boners. Boy, that's a... I see now what I know you're how you to do. feel. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to like hide. They, they're all attacks on me <laughs> by like putting an attack on you. And I get it. He's I like, like it. it's okay though, because I know that he's real strong and real smart <laughs> and handsome, <laughs> and devilishly handsome. Thanks a lot, Scribs. Uh, how about this one? Dubstocks writes one part morning zoo, one <laughs> part conversational podcast. Worth the listen. I guess the biggest question I want to ask is, Chunk Gay. He talks about his wife all the time, but then he also makes a lot of remarks about Dinger Dog's appearance and how he's not sexually attracted to him. I guess I just don't get it. Anyway, keep it up, turkeys. I mean, is that my fault? No, I mean, let's I mean, say I'm like, sharing there's a space a with a very handsome, well-put-together man. It's a Kinseyan scale. It's not just black or white. You what know? the hell is a Kinseyan scale? Well, like the Kinsey, you know, the, like the sex researcher. It's like it's not gay or straight. It's like one through six. You know, like you can, you're you're like a five. I'm a five. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are you? A nice ten? A nice nine point five? There's you, one to six, brother. One to six. I mean, anyway. you, you got those big blue eyes right now that are about half shut. You look 
I'm like a little shit right uh, now. If I'm being honest with you, I'm a little hungover. <laughs> what? Because it's only six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dad's twenty writes. These two keep me coming back for more. The banting is the banter is charming and personal. I'm not even a gamer, but I knows what I likes, and I tells you what I like is chunk and dinger. But seriously, whatever happened to that Tony guy? He was way funnier, punctual. And dare I say it, he could sure fill out a pair of jeans better. Oh, well, keep it up, losers. What happened to that guy? What did happen to Tony? Like, is, is are the dogs going to dick him up in your backyard? Oh, no, I didn't murder him. <laughs> oh, well. He will be back. Oh, okay. He oh. will be back once you start to disappoint me again. Dog. <laughs> Don't do it or you'll once, end up. And I just, uh, going back to it, my wife goes, why do you, why do you let him do this to you? You're such a good man, so and you just the, let him do like this to you. And I was like, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, he said he was going to come over. I got him Red Bull and vodkas. I got him pizza. I got him everything that he would ever want. I even got him cash so we could take a cab home whenever he got way too drunk and aggressive and violent. And right, right. But so, but have you been taking advantage folks, of me folks. my entire <laughs> Like, ignore, like, the string. Like, what you're asking the folks to do is ignore the string of, like, worn-out, tired co-hosts. The, the wake of destruction. You're like a tornado, and there's, like, dead co-hosts behind you. And you're like, it's their fault, man. My friendship has been like a jackhammer since you met me. I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna communicate with you. I'm going to text you. I'm going to make phone calls. I'm going to stop by. Yeah. Morning. <laughs> Morning. How is how are you doing? Like, I don't even answer some... that question with, to my wife. <laughs> hey, hey, it's 1130 at night. Do you want to hear this funny joke I think I thought of? That was me in college breaking down your door and saying, listen, I know you're sleeping. I know you've got a whole day of nothing to do tomorrow because right. you're living here for free and you're unemployed. But I have a stand-up career comedy career that's going to last for another two months and I need you in on this joke. I think I can still remember some of those jokes that I was telling you. Let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Uh, Nerds with words writes another five star review. I love comedy and comedy sketches. Hosts have amazing chemistry, which just adds to the awesomeness of the show. Funny sketches also hit that subscribe button. Like Dinger gets hit with late fees at the adult video store. Seriously, if you just buy the Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape, we wouldn't be in this mess in the first place. Keep it up, dorks. Do you remember the first time you saw that? What? Do you remember the first time you saw that, though? That's all I I don't want to get into it, but yeah, (laughs) I do. I remember rewinding that one scene being like, oh, boy, he is going to crash that that boat. I have seen that movie. And you haven't returned it, and it's piling up with late fees. (laughs) I'm just waiting. At this point, it's a waiting game. Will the video store go out of business, or will I pay? (laughs) I'm guessing the video store is going under. That's a good way to that's a good way to rent DVDs though. You're like, I'm gonna rent this and I'm not until gonna take you it back go out of until business. you go out of business. Um you wanna transition into some uh, video <laughs> yes. game news of the week? Yes, please. Uh this is the app news. Oh uh we're the Chunk and Dinger show. This is afternoon yap. We do comedy sketches. We should have probably opened up with this, and then we do video games, then we do comedy sketches, then we do video games, then we close it out. So you're saying those weren't actual reviews? Those were reviews. Most, some of them. All of the reviews were real, except for at the end where I was writing in my except own. Except for the parts that weren't. <laughs> uh, check, it, check it online. We do have five stars until somebody throws a wrench into those gears. Let's talk about the news, Dinger Dog. Uh, the Legend of e- uh, Zelda SP starts players with every item in the game and 255 rupees. So, I think two weeks ago for the Nintendo Switch, uh, the Nintendo Switch Online service launched... 
And it came with 20 games. I wasn't very impressed. Most of them were games that you could get on the uh, NES Mini. Uh, but like a little clever surprise that they put in last week was they just took the original Legend of Zelda, uh, which is an extremely hard game, and gave us a different version of it, which is essentially just like a hacked ROM of the game. But it gives you all of the items, and it gives you 255 rupees. So I sat down the other day, and I played it for about a good eh, – I still only played it for an, uh, about 15 minutes. That's all you ever play is you go left to the one screen, you go in the little – thing and you get a here sword. take this on your adventure it's and a, then, really, and then it's I, a and, really really hard game and then i just quit but for enthusiasts that want to actually be able to play through the game and see the story now you can start you, i still don't know where to go in that game is the problem i think for, that i think that's you know that is back in the day of 1986 where you you definitely had to draw out a map to know where you were going to go right and you definitely had to make notes on what the characters are telling you because it's just you have absolutely no idea where to go but however I was super unimpressed with the the initial 20 games that they launched with, but they just added four more. Uh, this Legend of Zelda SP is one of them. They added Dodgeball. Do you remember Dodgeball? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Solomon's, take. Solomon's Key and uh, Mario Golf. I oh, Mario it, Golf's right. It, it's like the old Nintendo Mario yeah, Golf. Yeah, no, like where you're like a fat guy. Like. Yeah, he, it's it's really bizarre because I've never played that version of it. Oh, it's a great and Mario walks out onto the onto the onto the green. I was like, that's not the Mario I no, know. No, he's like and adult. Love. He's like full human sized and <laughs> yeah, like it's really bizarre. reminds me of my father, you know. Like, uh, my wife was sitting there watching me play and it. She's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "It's just this random golf game that they added." And I I played it for maybe 5 minutes. And it's it plays like any other golf game except for when you hit the swing button and then it goes to the left and you hit it again, it really quickly goes to the right. So every single time I kept on knocking it in the weeds. But like you said, it's really, really funny when Mario walks out. He's like, Jesus, he looks like he has hip problems. <laughs> it's like, like, it's like, like he got let go from realistic work. approach to like what Mario <laughs> would look really, like. It's really bizarre. This but, is Mario on his one Sunday when he gets out and he's uh, trying to hit the links. Yeah, um... I was I was I wanted to do the least uh, the Simpsons power drive joke and I just I blew my chance. So What's the Simpsons it, power drive the, joke? The Lee Trevino putting challenge. Oh 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 oh. Yeah, yeah blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, but that's a good sign because you have chosen power drive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you like to play again? You have selected no. Yeah. It was it was a good sign for me to see this game being added because when you just add these games and you don't add anything extra to them, it. it I find little reason to go back to them. I mean, for some for some kid that's never experienced before, maybe they're going to find some joy in it. But for me, I've played all these games a dozen times over, so it was Coffee. really it was really cool to see that they added this this new thing to Legend of Zelda. I doubt that I'm going to sit down and ever try to beat it. But now, I mean, you start with all the items, you start with 255 rupees. It's a good way to play it. Um, Sony has officially announced that they will soon be testing the PSN online ID change feature beta to allow users around the world to finally change their IDs. So guys like Dinger Dog who <laughs> regrettably chose the uh, first regrettably chose what's your what's your name? Dinger Dog loves Za or something like that. Dinger Dog ain't gonna Bananagram. <laughs> Dinger dog ain't going to mess with yo stuff. Like, Jesus, that's a long one. Uh, people have been clamoring for this for a long time. Mine is Thrillho15, which isn't the greatest, but I was trying to make a reference to Thrill House on an episode of The Simpsons. If you made your, you know, PSN ID 10 years ago and you were a kid at that point and it was, uh, you know, We Lord born, Boner Hitler. Yeah, We Lord Boner Hitler or Born to Finger Bang, which is still the best. 
ID that I've ever seen in my entire life. Maybe you want to change it because you've got a lot of money attached to this name, but people have been clamoring for it for a long time. It's not going to, I don't, I don't want to change the real. I think I, think I want to put that on like a resume. What? <laughs> Just like, you know, like, you know, accomplished, went to the, this university, went to this, like, a PSN name, Weed Lord Boner Hitler. You're like, oh my God, you're not even like Weed Lord Boner Hitler 69. You are the, the original. You're the OG guy that yeah. came up with that. Uh, I So it's soon testing it. I don't know when it goes live, uh, but apparently Hopefully we can figure this out for Twitter handles too, because I would like to change mine if you know what i'm saying what's oh we're not probably allowed oh yeah. i think it's your full name is it yeah i'm like maybe <laughs> that was a bad idea that's why i have well, never that's tweeted you just keep on sharing like make america great messages and uh i'm, I'm with her I'm just yeah. confusing <laughs> political rhetoric people are like i don't understand what side of the aisle this guy's on by the way great twitter follow um little known facts li i just picked it up uh, it's just some facts that are coming out if you check it out on the twitter that's little a, known facts is what it's called yeah it's a shameless plug follow the app that we follow the that twitter account all right um it's, next news story microsoft <laughs> is reportedly making moves to acquire independent developer obsidian entertainment uh this these are the good people that made fallout new vegas uh south park stick of truth and uh knights of the old republic too so uh, they made it known at last year's E3 that they were they're sick of getting dogged for not having exclusives. So they have started to buy up development teams, which is great. And I think that this is it's not huge news because these are good games. I've played Fallout New Vegas. I played all the way through South Park uh, and I played Knights of the Old Republic. So fractured butthole. No, no, no. Uh, it was actually the first one. Stick of oh. Truth, okay. which was which was better than uh, fractured butthole. Um but this is great. I mean, I I would I would hope that they would. They're not gonna get, they're not gonna get to make a new Vegas or a new Fallout game. But they're good at they're good RPGs. Um, and you know, good on Microsoft. Uh, Sony has finally confirmed that it has another console on the way. I mean, we've kind of known that for the longest time. PS Five. Uh, they haven't said that it's gonna be the PS Five, but it'll it'll be the PlayStation Five. You should mean, skip a number. Yeah, probably. I well, bet it's going to be like PlayStation the, is such a good name though, and it's and it, yeah X like do, pull it out of Apple where yeah. there's just no iPhone nine. I think I think keeping it simple is probably. I mean, they're, I, they've I, been I the, they've been the leader for the longest time, so why not just keep it going? Bold prediction. Go on, PlayStation Star. Why why Star? Because it's got five sides, and it's like they got it. I mean. That's going to be... That's it. You heard it here first. PlayStation Jewish Star. Is a Jewish Star five sides? No, that's six there, brother. Star oh. of David. Oh! Five Star is the pentagram. The no, mark five of the star beast. is the star that your teacher put on your homework, but you wouldn't know but that. But still, the pentagram has five star stars because the horns, the ears, and the uh, the chin. Are you, wait. PlayStation And then pentagram. you put sugar around it, and then <laughs> you kill the cat. What? I mean, it was one time in your basement, and I've... Isn't it ridiculous that that we are already five years into this generation? Like, I can still remember texting my now wife. She was my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, "Look, you aren't gonna like. Look, the I'm things sorry I'm about to tell you. I'm sorry You're about not last like night. the things I'm about to. I am a 32, 31 year old man, and currently I am waiting outside in the cold by myself to get uh, standing in line to get a PlayStation Five. I didn't or a PlayStation Four. I didn't PlayStation pre- Star. 
PlayStation Star. I didn't pre-order it. I didn't think that I was going to want it. And then just like every other console iteration, it, like the day comes up and I was like, I, I, I have to have this thing. But showed all of the a, other video gamers showed up at a GameStop and I was like, listen, I understand that you guys are already sold out of your pre-orders, but you're going to get extras, right? And he's like, look, man, if you sit outside and you come in at five o'clock, um, you, you're going to be able to get one. So I sat there all day. And I ended up, I, ca- I came back at midnight. Why did you have to sit outside? I had to wait until. Just for the, like, I had the to wait assistant until managers. The, I had to wait until like six o'clock or five o'clock until like they were able to. Right. But why would you have to stay? Like, it's just like that assistant manager was just messing with you. No, he he's like, wasn't. I made, I told this guy he had to stand out front. No, the I was open. I ended up, he ended, <laughs> they ended up taking a picture of me because I ended up. I didn't pre-order it. All like my buddies had pre-ordered one months, like in the summertime, they had pre-ordered one, and I walked out of there, and I was the first guy to to get one because I was the first guy that got like one of the loose systems, and mm. so that put me in line before everybody else. But what I'm saying is, now that I am digressing like crazy, what I'm getting at what is, is a loose this is system? Gonna, uh, just. It, it's not part of the pre-order bundles ah, that are going to come ah, in. Okay. Uh, the new consoles are going to be coming in 2020. So we've got two more years. So thank God. Oh my God. Thank God. I, if, if they I were just com- got caught up, I can't. Yeah, I know. I know. I just got like a shiny Xbox one X last year. And when I got that for my wife, she's like, listen, this was expensive. You're not getting anything for a few more years or for like five more years. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably pretty fair. But then you're like, but I make money. <laughs> I no, pay the she bills. makes the money. That's that's the problem. Oh. And so, so PlayStation Five or whatever they're going to call it, I think it's going to come out. I think it's going to come out fall of 2020. They will definitely unveil it at E3. And the new systems are going to be. I, I this is my prediction, and this is the prediction that everybody is predicting. Actually, is, <laughs> there's gonna there's gonna be two consoles. There's gonna be. A is stand- it your prediction if you stole it from someone? If else? If I stole it from everybody else. But there's going to be two different versions. There's going to be uh, a standard PlayStation 5, which has all of the hardware. The Dinger Dog version. The Dinger Dog version. And then there's going to be a streaming thing because that is where we're going towards. There's going to be a little box that you just basically, the PlayStation 5 is somewhere in Japan. And you are just playing it off of this little streaming box. Uh, they better keep it at three ninety nine because uh, people are very used to that price point. I don't think anybody wants to go back to four ninety nine, and especially they or don't want five ninety nine. They don't want to go back to five ninety nine, which was back in two thousand six for the PlayStation three. But uh, Sony has confirmed that another console is on the way twenty twenty. Um, Microsoft That's has big news. Like it's there should be, it's big news. Well, I mean, we, it was news that we knew, but Sony finally said, "Hey, this is this is real." Like. It's we're working on it. We knew that they were. It's we're five years into the PlayStation Four. Uh, Microsoft has revealed Project X Cloud, a realization of their plans to bring their titles via streaming to any screen, while empowering you, the gamers, to be at the center of your gaming experience. So, just like we were talking about, they're actually getting ahead of the game and saying we Who's probably doing this now? Uh, Microsoft. Oh, okay. So now you can just buy, you can play. I, I think that they're going to start doing this in 2019 where they're going to start beta testing. This is screw it. Like the future is streaming games. So you are going to be able to get on your, one of your many iPhones and just play uh, whatever you want to that is in the Microsoft library. It, you know, you'll have to pay a subscription, but I that's where it. we're, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. Everybody has some sort of screen device, you know, wh- whether it's an iPad or a, the end know, of a ownership. Laptop. But they just they they want to they 
they don't want to. I don't. I'm not. I'm not away. sure if they want to necessarily be selling hardware. No, they want to take away your right to own things. Yeah, sure. Because you like why pay well, why do, pay sixty dollars once when you can pay twelve dollars twelve times? Yeah, and not even know that you have the damn subscription, I, and not even be playing your games with gold. I'm excited about I'm excited about something like this because I would kind of like my Xbox in another room in the house without having to buy another Xbox. So if I could just buy like a little HDMI dongle that is just like uh, what do you call it the the that's uh, that's my new Twitter handle. HDMI dongle. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good stuff. Uh, <laughs> That's a hot, hot take right uh, there. What's the Amazon's uh, little streaming gizmo? What's that thing called? It's Echo? The, yeah. No, 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 no. It's the essentially the, the same. The Fire Stick. Yeah, the Fire Stick. It's the, essentially the same thing. Is I don't think that we need to be buying consoles these days. I think we just need to be buying some little HDMI plug-in, and you, and you buy a controller, and you buy that, and boom, you can just stream from their servers. Dingle, dangle, dongle, you got it. That's 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 what you got. <laughs> Two years deep. Dingle, dangle, dongle. The Project folks, X- folks, we don't write these jokes beforehand. Project X Cloud, it's going to be coming sometime in 2019. I think I, I can't wait. I think it's great. Just give away your freedom now. Just give away your freedom now. Uh, if a recent patent has any say on the future, Nintendo be, may be working on a playable Game Boy phone case that would work in tandem with your touchscreen smartphone. I think this was already a thing, right? This was, yeah. Like, I actually listen to the news sometimes. This is an old piece of news, but it's it just came right back up for some... People love old Game Boy colors. And apparently they think that people are going to want to buy a little Game Boy case that you slip into your iPhone and also have iPhone to buy iPhone. old Game Boy cartridges. I don't I get like it. it. But there's a huge love for this type of thing. There's a it's almost like people that buy record players like they miss Revenge physical of the analog consoles bro. and they want to dust off their old uh you know Pokemon games and buy this little case and put it in their phone. I think it seems like it's it seems like a big ask. But whatever, it's a Nintendo pro. If it's a Nintendo product, it should sell pretty well. But it sounds like it's a third-party situation. Uh, also, more Nintendo news: Nintendo is planning to release a new version of the Switch to maintain the console sales momentum, according to a new report from Wall Street Journal Japan. It's not going to what Wall Street Journal Japan. Oh, okay. So it's it's going to be like. The screen might be a uh, like an OLED this time. Oh, it'll probably have a better battery. Oiled. It's not going to be an oiled. It's not going to be super more powerful, but it's going to be just like any other console reiteration where it might get a little smaller, but the screen might get bigger. Uh, they might work on the the uh, the Joy-Con technology a little bit more, but they they have huge momentum right now. The the Switch has been selling like hotcakes. So if they can put another model out there, discontinue the old model. People are people. People are going to be more inclined to buy these systems. Um, over the weekend, PlayStation Four users began reporting their consoles were being oh, rendered inoperable. Don't uh, open that message. Right? Did you get this? Oh, did you do you read text messages some of the time? Occasionally, times? when I don't look down. <laughs> yeah. And um, by the way, the the new iOS i iOS update yeah. where it, like it changed how you could read text messages and things like that. Yeah. The first thing I did, accidentally. Put everybody on do not disturb because I was trying to do not disturb you. Yeah. And this group that's like, hey, video game news that you can just read in the news thing that we're going to text to you uh-huh. 16 times during your sales meeting because that'll help you sell the vacuum cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, 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 man. Did you realize?
realize that you could read this news story this is somewhere else? This the boy else? that cried wolf. We've talked about this story before. One of these text messages is going to be super important. Right, right. And, and, then, and it's going to be, you're gonna, you guys are all going to be on the side of the road texting me. Jeff, I, or Dinger Dog, I left my watch over you. there. Is it under your bed? And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Uh, Dinger Dog, what were we talking about? Uh, Oh, the PlayStation 4. So over the weekend, this report came out that people were sending these malicious messages that were bricking PlayStation 4 consoles. If you got this, like, weird question mark in the form of a a PlayStation message, it could render your system inoperable. It wouldn't break it by any means. You would just just have have to to re-download all this You just have to do, like, a... a, a, Hard reboot. Yeah, a hard reboot and just redo everything. But... I really hope – I mean, they fixed it so far. They they sent out a message that said, hey, we're working on this. It's it's fixed now. But they need to go back and find the people that were doing this and, and permanent, ban, permanent ban them. The like, Russians? No, it wasn't the Russians. This is kids. Like, this is – How this is it – this is kids. It totally is. It's people – this is the same kind of situation we're at with, like, doxing people and stuff like that. Like, it's just being a prick. And maliciously trying to screw over somebody because but, you so lost I don't, I don't in even understand how. Seat. So what you're saying is, kids wrote a message. It's that, not code. It's just that I think that somebody found out if you send this message, it'll screw somebody up. So what they were doing was they were making uh, dummy accounts, and so they couldn't be traced back, and then sending these messages. And and it was just, it would it, it would just be a huge inconvenience. It, it it didn't it didn't brick your console or anything like that. It's not like you'd have to go out and buy a new PlayStation Four. But it was a big thing. Like I told my wife, she was watching a show, and I was like, "Hey, we got to stop this for a second because I just I need to go into my options right now and change it so I can't accept any messages because I don't want this to happen to and me." And the Bachelorette was still crying and yeah. crying, <laughs> and you're like, "Sorry, honey." But if you're worried about it, I guess they fixed it. But uh, just a word of the wise. I didn't know that I could do this anyway. So you, go you, into your go into your settings and just change not to, to get messages from anybody because if somebody wants to get a hold of you, they can text you. They don't need to get a hold of you via PSN. And usually it's it's weirdos and and or and, just somebody saying like uh, I get, I get a lot of messages not on PSN or but on Xbox Live or whatever the messaging thing is. We're like you just sat there and watched me die, you creepo. And oh, that's like, hilarious. You I'm are. Like, yeah, I'm like oh, sorry, I'm not very good at Fortnite. I thought that was apparent by my you know non-skinned characters. That, <laughs> well, like, it's because you're playing with all a bunch of eight-year-olds, yeah, too. Oh, my God. I don't know how... But, yeah, I'm sure you could probably set your Xbox Live to just But you, do you honestly believe that, like, there's no code with that? It's just someone how, somehow someone discovered that if you just get send a weird squiggly question mark that it, like, it erases everything? There has to be. There's got to oh, be I'm more sure there was story. some jerk that was sitting around testing every single thing under the sun and seeing how, but if it had it, any it, kind like, of effect. T- testing it how? I don't know, man. I don't... I, do I look like some kind of IT guy to you? Yeah, I know, but like... this. Even if you're not an IT guy, it has to make sense. Like, so, so there was some IT guy in the distant past when they had the hardware for the PlayStation 4. It was like, you know what I'm going to do? It's my last day. Forget everybody. I'm going to... The qu- dangle question mark is going to break your system like it doesn't just do that i don't know i, I think there's know. more of the like... story i think it's the russians it could be the russians they want to sow discord between psn players 
<clears throat> yes, yes, and that's why the American flag wasn't. Well, we'll get to that in your yeah mini. Uh, publisher Devolver Digital has announced a tycoon game that has you growing and selling marijuana. Ooh, that's gonna sell like I've hot actually. Kicks. I think I've seen like this like on a, like a uh, Devolver Digital is a. I've played a bunch of their games. I've, I've seen this game. I've seen it where you like. Have I think to it's just called Weed, weed Tycoon or something yeah, stupid oh like that. Yeah, oh my god, you have to get your <laughs> shop. <laughs> this is. What do you call it? Fish in a barrel. Like you sell the game for ten bucks. You're some here. This is how Dude, you get grow the and sell muffin. marijuana. They're like, oh, this is teaching me how to do this. Oh, hey man, get the white widow. Yeah, get the widow. Get the purple and, haze. Let's uh, see how many dated weed references I can bring up there. We'll put the don't cush. sell the middies, dude. <laughs> just, oh, this is mellow. Just sell the hanky. This is mellow or, mixed with extreme. You're like, well, then what is it? <laughs> it's hacking cool. Yeah. All you gotta know is, am I doing stuff later? That's the question you ask. That's the question you'd always ask. Am I going to be able to do stuff later? Oh, yeah. Like, excuse me. <laughs> I, I, what if I have this to go... This is up or a down. <laughs> like, what if I have to go into the convenience store and there may or may not be officers of the law in there? Am I, I going to be... I just want to buy batteries. And I'm gonna, I just want to buy batteries. Am I going to be I'm paralyzed? I'm going there for a whole trip. I yeah. just want to buy batteries. Maybe am I, I going to be able to buy those batteries? Gatorade. <laughs> am I going to be paralyzed and then outside in my bare feet? Apparently, this is the game that you're going to be able to play. <laughs> okay, but there's a lot digital. of like deep dives there. References. That'd be a way did. better game than growing and selling it. Just like being the consumer. Oh, you're just and like, it just every day is a different set situation. Or just like you just get bad paranoid weed all the time. <laughs> um, I would go to work. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, the last news piece of the uh, evening is. Uh, oh shoot! Uh, okay, uh, and Anz, Anders Edge Sapkowski. Okay, so Anders Anders Sapkowski, the original author of the Witcher series of short stories and novels, has officially demanded further compensation from CD Projekt Red to the tune of sixteen million dollars. <laughs> uh, so CD Projekt sixteen million. Did I oh. say billion? No, sixteen million. So this guy is the author of the Witcher novels. That were uh, stolen when, and when made they, into... When they came to him about 10 years ago, they were like, look, we want to develop this game. Um, we will give you... I think they were going to pay him a lump sum and then keep on paying them afterwards. And he's like, just give me all my money right now. Because he's like, there's no way that this game is going to be successful. This was a... a Sorry, really, bro. They gave him a bucket of chicken a really, and a six-pack of beer. And yeah. He, this was a really small uh, developer uh, in Poland. Yeah. Uh, and now the game is this huge mass hit. Witcher 3 is one of the best RPG games ever made. With nudity. And the guy the guy turned it down. So this guy has no shot whatsoever. Like, he, he could be rich. There's a Witcher TV series coming to Netflix soon. They, they've, they've already, like, <laughs> oh, done all the casting. So, but I feel, the guy, I mean, I the guy laugh, should but... be a millionaire right now. And he was just such an asshole. And he said, no, you guys will never make any money. Just give me all my money right now. He didn't get much. Yeah, a six-pack of beer and a bucket yeah, of chicken. And they're much. like... And so now he's coming back and saying, I want $16 million. He doesn't have a shot in court. <laughs> Do you imagine how bitter and drunk I would be if that happened? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wrote The Witcher. No, you didn't, dude. I'm like, I did. And they gave me a six-pack and a bucket of chicken. Like, yeah. I mean, $16 million. He's, I wrote the books. And they're like, I don't care, man. The yeah, game sorry, dude. The like, TV show did was Did you get any points at. in the deal? No, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Dinger Dog, you want to take a quick break? Yeah, I mean, after that was a ripping first segment. It was. We'll be right back. Moral implications. 
folks, the good folks at Moral Implications, they're always bringing you fresh new products. And as I, this is kind of big news, as as uh, head of sales now. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank so, you. Thank I wonder you. why I wasn't included on that. Yeah, email. You don't sell too well. Yeah. I'm the seller. You're yeah. the. You're, uh, anyway, I am proud to bring you the latest Moral Implications product. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. It's called the Wifepult. Okay, I my head is dancing right now, but I'm gonna need so, a little oh, bit have you more heard of a trebuchet? Oh, of course, trebuchets okay, are like yeah, the greatest yeah. thing. But they throw things. No, like they're through. not quite as good as catapults. Have you heard of a catapult? Yeah, a catapult. So the trebuchet the it drops the weight and then it throws it, but a catapult you just snap a, like a wire or a rope and you then pull it, string and it like pull yeah, the string like, and it uses okay. And catapult yeah. is essentially when you bring back your your plastic spoon and fling the pudding at your. Brother. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's, that's a catapult. that's a good. Ex- Example. Yeah. Um, so a wife a is a catapult for your wife. Okay, so I can understand that there's a bunch of different reasons why somebody would want this. I mean, maybe your wife needs to go to the store. Maybe your wife needs to go, uh, like, take. Her it's pick- not really for transportation. Okay. Like, it's not really like a get you a place. Oh, I mean, it gets you to a place, but you know, I mean, we don't necessarily know where that place is going to be. Is it for working out? Is it for her getting back in shape? Oh, like you're long... thinking like maybe she would be cranking the thing to pull the thing. No, no. It's just well, for her. I, I was just you thinking put your wife she, on it she and would you get catapulted her. and she would have to walk her way back. She's not going to have her <laughs> oh, automobile. No, no, no. It, I don't think she's walking back afterwards. I love this product. I can see lots of different reasons uh, to use the, the wife apult. So – there's definitely got to be an app, right? So it's going to it's gonna show how far your wife was catapulted. It's going to show how efficiently she was catapulted. It's going to show uh, the calories that she burned on the way back from being catapulted. No, it's no, no, no. no. Like, what, like, you, it, there's you're, a GPS you're putting, involved, right? You're putting right? too much under this. I mean, the folks at Moral Implications are great at integrating apps with, with hardware. We know that from all the previous ones. But no, this is real simple. It's just a catapult for your wife. But can it, okay, I get it. I, I totally get it. it. You can it can be a catapult for other things as well. No, 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 no. It only like there's you just licorice. T- uh, <laughs> what if you got to move a car from one city to the other? That's a pain in the ass. Nope. You don't want to nope. drive it. An interoperable car. You just catapult the bad boy. No, no. It's it's you're you're thinking too much about this. Do you have a wife? I have a wife. I love her to death. Okay. Do you have a catapult? I don't have a catapult because I have moral implications. Yet. Is fixing that. They're, they're, they're bringing you a catapult for your wife. Oh, okay. So I get it. So it's going to look like a piece of lawn furniture or maybe like a down tree so it looks really, really nice in your yard so people don't walk no, no, by No, it's, no. It's, say- it's pretty hideous. It looks like mid, like like from this black, dark, black ages to dark ages. But, it, but the good people at more Implications, they're the all over being well, you know in front of in front of technology. You know, they're, they're all about, no, they're this all is like about old- extremely useful products given to us for extremely useful reasons. So I've got to understand that this catapult has a myriad of different things that you can do with it. See, you're you're like you're right, but you're making it too complicated. It's an extremely useful product. Okay. And it's extremely simple. Okay. I don't want to lose my w- I, it would be funny to catapult her. Yes. But is she going to survive the catapult? There we What uses is she going to get once she once she's catapulted 300 feet is she going to be closer we're, to I mean we're, okay. Vegetables okay. or right. something that she can bring back to me? No, no, no. I mean you're you're way overthinking. All it is. Wife catapult. Uh, How much is this product? Uh, it's only two ninety nine ninety nine. Have pre-orders gone live yet? Uh, pre-orders have gone live, and they're 
off the charts. Nice and simple, two ninety nine ninety nine. A cat of Can you give me, please? You, I need a reason why I would bat club my wife over the head. You don't have to club her. I mean, who said that? Did I say? Is that? it a situation where I was like, "Hey, honey, I got a new seat. It's a <laughs> it's a massage chair. Just go sit right okay, there." No, and she's going. You're, this you're, is a little weird, but I'll, our legal team at Moral Implications has advised me not to. To get into too many details about exactly what the wife of Pult or how one would get the wife on the wife of Pult, that's really up to you. Yeah. You, you like you let can, the suits in Washington figure that one out. <laughs> like I mean, this is why we have attorneys. They fight over this stuff. It's a wife of Pult. I just it's a I'm catapult. Nervous, I'm nervous or, that it's not called a catapult and it's specifically called a wife of Pult because, because it's now for I've got a wife. thought in my brain that. This is only for wives, and it has no other because reason but for flinging them. What else would you catapult? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, but, you know, it's the moral implications. How much is the price? Two ninety nine ninety nine. When can I get one? I'm the head sales manager. Where can this I get This product one? brought me in to the top. Uh, How many do you have in your upline? How many do you have in your downline on this? Oh, you're making up business words. <laughs> $2.99.99. Get the wife a pult. Get it now. Hello and welcome back to the second segment of tonight's episode. Segment two. Of Afternoon Yap. Fewer people than segment one in the room. <laughs> so, Dinger Dog. No, just hold on. Can I, may I? May I? Sure, your go ahead. Wife, your lovely wife was just here. She yeah, was she was. Watching us yap, listening yeah. to us yap. She's not here now. Yeah. Uh, wife of Pult? I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, actually, take that back. Yeah. These are serious products. I thought that was a pretty useful product. Right. She, she's not going to get the reference. Well, she's not here now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe we got a promo one. Uh, honey, uh, the barbecue is out there, <laughs> and it started. Do you want to flip okay, the burgers? Okay, and the lawyers, the lawyers, <laughs> but okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Um, so a big thing that's been a part of my life recently, and it's kind of been a part of your life recently as well, is I'm Fortnite. I'm, no, not Fortnite, but I'm, I'm kind of into board games these days. Like I, yep. like I get excited about board games. We're like late I just, I just had yeah. a board game night the other night. We played uh, Exploding Kittens. Uh, uh, Secret Hitler is a fun game. When I, I wasn't invited. Ticket you to Ride. Invited. Okay. Uh, Ticket to Ride is a Photo fun game. Photosynthesis. And it's it's so funny to think about board games these days because all we can think about are the board games that we grew up on. And I played a ton of board games when I was a kid. I I don't know if I ever really played them all that well right. do you, I mean remember, do you remember mousetrap mouse yeah, yeah I mean just... all I, I got that game and all I would do is set up the mousetrap catch the mouse and then put the box away you yeah, know like, was, I don't it remember was a rector set do you remember sitting around playing board games with your buddies when you were a kid like those type of games uh, I remember monot monopoly monotony and pure cheesy yeah and pure cheesy <laughs> yeah and monotony uh well, yeah I mean then like eventually those leading into like all not, this is, not, this, not this everything is goes cup. back to Fortnite. Not everything goes uh, no, back no, to Fortnite. No, but this is off the cup. I realized, I just had a moment here, like live on the app, I had a moment where I was just about to say like, yeah, those games always ended in fights. Yeah. Monopoly was terrible. And then, so recently, my family, we all got together. It was like, the wife was like, let's, we're going to be together, damn it. You know? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. we're playing this game, Aggravation. You ever yeah. played Aggravation? The game is called Aggravation. Right. That's and, the name of the game. And then lo and behold, 
like it ended with like the swiping of the pieces off the board <laughs> and stomping and slamming doors. Yeah. And I, and I was upset in the moment. <laughs> and now I'm just like, it's like this, like, oh, it's a circle of life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is what you do with board games. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, in the 90s, there were all of these popular board games, but there were also, like, crappy knockoffs of, okay. of a lot of these board games. I didn't know about this right. until I started looking deep into the interwebs. But, like, for every popular 90s board game, there was a crappy knockoff board game that existed as well. Right. So I'm going to go through off-brand 90s board games. Uh, the dive. first game – and I want you to kind of guess – what these games are um, ripoffs of, okay. as I'm describing them to okay. you. So I'm going to tell you the game, and I'm going to tell you the rules. Don't wake daddy. Uh, the first one is Horny Horny Hippos. <laughs> How do you hungry, think this is going to turn out? Yeah, yeah, okay. Be ready to join in the feeding frenzy when you release all of the marbles into the game base. If your hippo chomps the Viagra marble, you win. Just make sure your hippo consents in this game for the whole family. Okay. I thought that was going to go way dirtier. <laughs> Where were you thinking? No, no. We'll just let it go. <laughs> no, I, DM I, me. No, no, no. DM me. No, 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 no. Please don't open up this wonderful can of horny, horny hippo worms and not tell me what your brain was thinking. Well, I just thought the thing that would be released wouldn't necessarily oh, be no. Viagra pills. Oh, no. What was it? I'm, that's Say all you're it. gonna get. Out Say of me. it. <laughs> nope. Don't oh, what about this one? Wake. <laughs> Medieval mousetrap. Okay. Scurrying like around trap. the board, collecting cheese and stealing cheese from other players, but watch out for the trap. It will draw and quarter your mouse and send its head to the mother in a box. Ooh, that's a little bit like mousetrap. Yeah, but a I little like darker. It. Yeah, I like it. Did it get the postages included? For- <laughs> yeah, so it, it's got it's got all the fun like gears and gizmo of mousetrap, but at the end, the, the mouse is drawn and quartered. Right, I like it. I like it. Uh, Candyland van. <laughs> Where do you think we're going, yeah? Uh Well, I'm already in trouble with the with the first one. So, uh, is there a van involved? Maybe. Is there free candy? Yes. All right, uh, players draw colorful cards to guide their mover along the rainbow path. It's such sweet fun as players race to be the first one to reach King Candy's castle, a.k.a. Dinger Dog's basement. Oh, I see what happened there. It's, it's one up if on If you're him. struggling to come up with a punchline, just add Dinger Dog somewhere in there. Yeah, who cares if it's criminal? Who cares, who if, cares it's if it's an outlandish <laughs> accusation there? Who cares if I wanted to be a senator? I, I think Candyland isn't like you just don't do anything. I think it's like geared towards like two-year-olds. You just like – I don't even know if you roll a dice. So You just pick it, a card and you move to that color. <laughs> Trust me. I played some Candyland. You're well aware of how to play Candyland <laughs> van. Color. And when you get to the van, you say, come on in, kiddos. We've got all the sweet treats. What sweet treats do you provide? Fortnite. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, Fortnite. Check out these Fortnite skins. Beef jerky. They're like, we don't really like beef jerky. I got cigarettes too. You kids love. You cigarettes. like a black and mild. You ever seen how to freak a black and mild? Yeah. Uh, the miserable game of life. <laughs> okay. Like what's the, this one? Like life. The incredible. Is it? What's? The, I don't know the full life. Uh, choose a path for life. Go to college. Choose a career. Or take the family. 
Uh, you'll have to wait what happens. You'll have to wait and see what happens when you get fired from your job and you have to sell your body just to make ends meet. See, I look through the game of life and it's all these, it's all this positive shit. <laughs> you know, like the miserable game of life is going to be on those weekdays where you're kind of drinking your way through trying, yeah. to, trying where, to make life tolerable. Where is, how is February the shortest month when it feels like forever? <laughs> Oh, you you drove trapped in a bad marriage. (laughs) Guess what? The whole house is going to be filled with people and magic, and you aren't going to be stressed out to all get out. (laughs) I think that actually should be a fun board game. game, The miserable game of life. Hey, your family's over, and everyone's talking politics. And your and your kids are independent and <laughs> and they can think for themselves. And so is your wife. And they want to let everybody know that as well. Uh, what about this one? <laughs> Botched operation. What do you think? Oh, so it's like a bad op. Like you gotta instead of getting the things out, you leave them in. Yeah. Uh, in botched operation, you get to be the doctor, but don't let that buzzer go off. Fun abounds when you accidentally make someone's nose look like it's been broken several times, but never properly healed. Ding or dog, I get the joke. Like yeah, I don't think. Yep. I, I wasn't was even thinking about you. Oh, was that, that was the Nick Cage with two I'm... hangovers. <laughs> That's actually going to be my tagline. Nick Cage with two hangovers. <laughs> yeah, my... I was going to say that you were author of the book of uh, Frumpy Nick Cage with two hangovers. Frumpy. <laughs> oh, that. But uh, you're looking pretty dialed in these days, bud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guess who's your dad? What's this game? <laughs> uh, it's like Maury Povich, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, each player chooses a mystery character and then using a paternity test. They try to figure out who their dad is based on yes or no questions. It's family fun for about 11% of the population. I don't understand that joke. Uh, 11% of the population don't know who their dad is. Oh. A little, little cruel. Oh. <laughs> I I, go- Chuck, I, have I, I told I didn't you? Make the game. Have I told you? I didn't you? make the game. <laughs> I know who your dad is because I've met him and he looks like Nick Cage with three hangovers. <laughs> I'm sorry, dad. I don't know. There goes your chance of being a senator. Uh, Battleship, the movie, the game. Oh, God. Players call the coordinates of each strike you make targeting their enemy's fleet. Keep track of is hits. Is Liam and- Neeson involved? Keep track of hits and misses until you've completely destroyed the aliens. Wait, what? Aliens? Why the hell are there aliens? I I don't have any other joke other than that. I didn't make the game. But apparently they made a movie based on Battleship and they added aliens to it. I think they just based on Battleships. Oh, Oh. in Gen. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it was based on the board game. But maybe I'm wrong. Didn't see it. Uh, And last but not least is Don't Wake Drunk Daddy. Oh, see, I knew there had to be this one. (laughs) Be the first player to tiptoe from your bed past all the noisy obstacles to the refrigerator for a midnight snack without waking drunk daddy be sure not to leave a light on or dinger might beat the living shit out of you don't wake oh we've got all the funny ones don't wake child like drunk daddy i thought we were i thought we were just like topped off at masturbation jokes but child abuse jokes hilarious wake drunk dingy don't wake dingy i know that that's at your i I would never say that you would ever harm your children, but I know that. But, you, but I know that you have to be lying in bed some of the time, being just stewing, being like, "Why is everybody walking around? I'm trying to sleep here. Don't wake, dingy. I sleep like a rock. <laughs> uh, Dingerdong. 
You want to get into some Yap Quickies? Yep, please. Uh, Yap Quickies are our second segment. We discuss uh, our favorite comics that we're reading this week. Or video games. Or movies. Or podcasts. Or TV shows. Or short stories. Just a little bit of pop culture for you. Uh, the first one that I want to get into is I saw First Man last night. Uh, this is... Uh, the movie based on uh, the first man on the moon, which who would it be, Dinger Dog? Uh, Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. And and you just need rescued for, there? for a second. <laughs> okay. All Starring right. Ryan Gosling. Uh, the movie is absolutely excellent. It's a little long. I think it clocks in at two and a half hours. Uh, but the movie is actually shot um, with. I think that they use old film. I don't think that this is like a technique that they're using. I think that they actually use old film. So it looks like a movie you would watch in the 60s. This is this is what the liberal left is bringing to the Hollywood liberal left is bringing. Dinger dog, it's outstanding. Like we watched this movie and then the next day we watched Apollo 13. Like it is, is it as good as Apollo 13 cuz Apollo 13 is pretty freaking good. Apollo 13 is really good. You know, you know what First Man really does is it really doesn't show the planting of the American flag. It more, it, it's more of a story of him and his wife and how it's this humongous emotional toll between them. There's a absolutely gut wrenching scene in the first ten minutes um, that I so was you, like, you, am you, I gonna start crying here? Do you, you, so you think it would be weird if you're like, hey, I'm gonna strap myself to a rocket and probably die, babe? Yes. Yeah. That. I mean. And that, and, and, and it's it's re- and it really gets into how. I mean, I, I don't want to say like you, but like just <laughs> about how you can let your job or your hobbies or the things that you really love get in the way of your marriage, get in the way of. But it's, well, it's well, like, it, uh, so for example, it would very, be like when you told your wife to leave yes. because you wanted to, it's, yeah. It's very, but it is very much two movies. It is, it is a story between him and his wife and his kids and then about him being the first man on the moon. And it is. I mean, it's it's pretty fascinating because I even was learning stuff. I, I I haven't you know read too much about Neil Armstrong, but just basically they were in such a race to get to the moon that basically the mission that was right before the moon they so, it failed. Oh, yeah, like two of the died. missions failed, and they and they basically had these meetings like, hey, they were successful, and and they were like, you you need to go up in space, and he was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. He was like, just as a heads up, just to let you know you're never going to get this chance again. So what else would you do if you'd been dreaming about doing that for your whole life? Ryan Gosling is great. All the supporting characters Handsome. are great. Uh, this, the, it's shot really well. The, the, the effect it is really cool that it makes it look like it's a, a movie from the 60s. I, I give it a nine. I thought it was absolutely exceptional. It did drag on for a little bit for me at the end, but that's because I have a short attention span. I heard good things, but I won't watch it because it's communist rhetoric. Uh, Dinner Dog, what you doing? <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll, I'll bring a film to the table. Uh, Annihilation. Are you familiar with this? Uh, no, I'm not. So it's based on a book by Jeff Vandermeer, which I did, I, I had not read the book, but uh, and again you kind of kind of nailed me spot on at the beginning when you were like you know watching older movies. I guess this is from 2017, and I guess. But yeah. I want to know about your life, so I guess I watched point, it on the plane. I, I'm not even going to tell you no. I'm just going to be like, just come. I watched and... it on the plane. Yeah, because that's where did. I watch movies. That's my only peace time. P.S. Air conditioning wasn't working on the plane. But I just spit out my beer. <laughs> they, they lied to me. The air conditioning wasn't working on the plane, and I was about to like. I never complain. Like I'm not a complainer. You're I was not. about to complain. You're not. And I think the woman saw it. Like, and I I think she maybe saw that it wasn't going to be a complaint. It might have been a snap. Mm-hmm. She just handed me three Woodford Reserves. Yeah. 
and just said, it's okay, sweetie. Uh-huh. And then I had them, and I watched <laughs> Annihilation. So talk about Annihilation. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, it, the, I guess the premise of this is that something lands uh, somewhere in like the swamplands of the southeast, and it starts doing essentially it Fortnite's. See, Fortnite season five's world, like it brings this like fog. Um, this lady's husband is gone, and, and it's it's her husband disappears, and then comes back, and she's like she thought he was dead. He was like he's a secret paramilitary guy, and then she learns of this space thing that landed that created this fog, and that what this fog does, and I guess fog is not the right word, is it essentially distorts everything okay it mutate and it, i don't want to give away too much i love science fiction sure or speculative do. fiction hmm. i thought this was excellent um i don't know who the actress's name was i thought it was natalie portman the whole time i don't think it is the acting is great there's a terrifying scene with that like half evolved bear plant thing that can that roars screams and i can only watch this movie on a plane right I think it's actually on Netflix. <laughs> oh, it is. I think I'm pretty I, I sure this is Natalie. I'm pretty sure this is a Natalie Portman. Oh, that is Natalie well. Portman. Yes, yes. Okay. She's just bald, and she's a little older. She she's got short hair, right? I don't think she has short hair, but it okay. doesn't matter. It's definitely her. Okay. 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 Good. See, this is this is the kind of research that the I bring to the app. Um, I loved it. Okay. Good. I the, you know as I mentioned before, it got mixed reviews when it came out, so that's good to hear because I love science fiction too, and I I, I loved it. it there was times in, in, in one of the reasons I loved it because I wasn't sure I was going to love it. Yeah. There was times where I'm like, you're losing me, and then it would yank me back. And I love it that there was times that they were losing you, and then the the stewardess came up and gave you another wood <laughs> Well, no, reserve. that's the thing. So, <laughs> like, the one... You are the, having just a field day with free drinks <laughs> on airplanes. Right, free drinks on airplanes, but the movie's only like an hour and 45 minutes long, and my flight's usually three hours. Yeah. But they, well, they were like... The air conditioning was broken, so they were putting the pedal to the metal, mm-hmm. and we landed in my. It wasn't over, mm-hmm. and I'm like, literally, like I need closure. To this. I need closure uh-huh. to the movie, uh-huh. and people are getting up. The guy wants to leave beside me, and I'm like, uh-huh. sorry, dude, no, I need to see what happens now. The Portman. So uh, I don't score things. I say watch it. All right. What? So chunk. What have you been doing? Uh, I recently picked up Forza Horizon Four. Uh, this is a driving game, so we could have done a yap about it, but I don't want to get too in-depth with a driving game. I mean, if you've played one driving game, you've honestly played them all. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 is obviously it's the arcade version of Forza, um, and I really enjoyed Forza Horizon 3 when it came out a couple of years. It is, it is a, a demonstration of the power of the Xbox. This game is absolutely gorgeous on the Xbox One X. It's also in Atmos. Um, it is just... I'm not I'm not fooling you when I'm saying this, but it is the best looking console game I've ever seen. Like it's just beautiful what they do with uh, weather effects. So you're driving around in the UK this time. The last version was based in Australia. So you're gonna see a lot of countryside. Uh, you're gonna see that countryside covered in snow, in leaves, in rain, and in the summertime. It's Forza, so it's this kind of I'm getting bummed out with with story in racing game because it's always like some dumb festival and it's always just you know like come to the festival and and all these come to Burning Man, bro. So all these racers are gonna be there and like they've gotta they've gotta really try to get away from that. But when the racing is that good and that fun and is it super realistic? 
it's not realistic okay. at all. Okay. So good. there's there's really good um, drifting in the game. Uh, you know, it's a it's, it's an arcade racer, so it's it doesn't it doesn't handle like a shopping cart, so to say. It's it's more about fun than it is about realism. But the game is just jaw droppingly gorgeous, and it is it is huge, and there's tons to see, and it is like I said, it is a showcase for the Xbox One X. Um, I am really looking forward to finishing this game, getting into this game, but I'm only about a couple hours into it right now. Uh, Daredog, what you been doing, bud? Uh, so I actually read a whole book of papers. Okay. Um, and it's uh, a book. It's it's not the newest book in the world. It's called Hillbilly Eller- Allergy. Hillbilly uh, Elegy or Allergy? Allergy. Okay. Um, now you made me second guess myself, you jerk, by J.D. Vance. Sorry. And, um... So, I picked this book up at the recommendation of, like, essentially my mentor. He's like, you got to read this book. And so, and I'm like, well, why? Right? Why? T- give me your, give me your one-line pitch. And he's like, well, th- this is the book that, you know, after the 2016 election, all of the basically East Coast New England elites el- were reading to understand why in the world, like... The middle middle America does what they do, um, and essentially it's a memoir. Uh, the author's name is J.D. Vance, and it's about his life growing up, starting being born in like rural. That's a hard word for me to say. Rural, poor ass Kentucky. Yeah. Um, and then moving to basically the outskirts of Dayton, with uh, a drug addicted mom, crazy gun toting grandparents. Like one of the anecdotes in the story is, he fell asleep at a funeral. Yeah. In an hour, and then they couldn't find him because he fell. Asleep. He like ran away and fell asleep, and so his grandparents went and pulled their like large weapons out of their trucks and held up everyone at so they couldn't leave, and they were checking cars with their guns as they were leaving because they thought, you know. Some pervert was gonna steal their kid. And is this just, fiction? No. Okay. True story. Um, and it, and I think what's really like a couple things I really like the, and like, one one thing I didn't. The it's a very simple storytelling. Okay. There's not a lot of um. It's an honest storytelling. It, it's a lot of times it's, there's embarrassing things that happen. I can't imagine being a kid and having your mom arrested for, for um trying to crash the car because she needed to get drugs. <laughs> you know, like, trying to crash the car with you in it. Or, and there's things like that. Like, um, the the voice that, that it's written with is very simple, and it's just flat and to the point. Um, and it, it does a really good job of explaining how... Like, I think a lot of times people think of poor people or poor people that grow up in poor environments as stupid or as, like, lacking pride. And what this book does a great job of saying is like, it's not the lack pride. They have a, an abundance of pride, probably too much pride. Uh, and then, so I liked the very, a lot, I liked it a lot towards the end. Uh, got a little political for my taste um, and I like politics, but uh, so I recommend it. Good book. Hillbilly Elegy. Read it. J.D. Vance. Chunk, what you been doing? Uh, so I decided to skip this year's Assassin's Creed. Uh, so they just released a Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, I think last week, and I, I, I knew from the get-go that I just kind of wanted to rent this game. I, I played through uh, Assassin's Creed Origins last year, and I absolutely loved it. It was the first Assassin's Creed game that I've liked since Assassin's Creed 2. I think that they just they pump way too many of them out. 
But when Assassin's Creed Origins came out, they said, we're going to fix the combat. We're going to fix the storytelling. We're going to fix the missions. They did all that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins took place in ancient Egypt. This game takes place in ancient Greece. Uh, they're made by two different um, uh, development teams. So don't, don't think about it as they only had one year dev team. They've been working on this game for years. Uh, this version actually incorporates a ton of uh, RPG elements into it. There are branching uh, conversation paths. Um, there's, there's still all the fun combat. There's still all the fun RPG elements of finding loot, getting new, uh, getting new, uh, armor and stuff like that. But it is, it feels exactly like a DLC chapter to me. Uh, ancient Egypt. It's like a different script, like a backdrop, right? It's so this time we are in Greece, uh, and it opens up with the battle of 300, which was actually really fun. And it showcases another big part of this game is these kind of like big epic battles where you're fighting around. I don't know. That's really not the Assassin's Creed MO, right? Big. No, no. They, they really have done crowds really well, but most of the time you're only fighting like two or three people at a time. This time you're in these kind of like epic battles, but this is just, this is just the beginning. Then it goes back to like very much vanilla Assassin's Creed, but there, the the area that I started off of was a was was almost photorealistic and identical to areas that I saw in Egypt, and so I Assassin's Creed Origins was a forty hour game. I really really like it. It came out at at the right place at the right time, and I hadn't played Assassin's Creed in a while, and now it's like a year later, and it feels like I'm getting an even bigger adventure that takes place in the same world. So I only I played it for. I think five hours and I put, I rented it. I put the controller down and I was like, I, I don't need any more. Right. But like it's too much of the, it's too close a period, too much of the same thing. Is we, yes. Yeah. And what I'm, what I'm trying to end this with is if you are an Assassin's Creed fan and you are okay with the yearly installment, this is an, a fantastic addition. Right. Like, like it was amazing that you are able to have these different dialogue trees very much in the vein of, um, Oh geez, Mass Effect. In, very much in as you can change the path of your story based on conversations that you have. Uh, but to me, it just felt like when there are branching conversation paths, then I can't skip the story, which <laughs> was what I was doing in Origins. So if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, definitely pick up this game. But if you are like me, and, and you mash through the story and, and you, you skip, and all. you liked Origins. Uh, Odyssey is going to feel like more of the same, but just some of the things are different. But definitely check it out if you're a fan. Dinger Dog, what else have you been doing, bud? So I finally got me myself my stolen HBO pass. I mean, not stolen. Uh, that's probably the too big of a word. I got access to the HBO. Okay. Which means I got to catch up on... What's my favorite show? Westworld. Westworld. Yeah. Uh and I guess it's not my favorite show, but I loved the last, the first season. Yeah, I absolutely loved the first season. I ripped through it. I thought it would like it's my speculative fiction. Like it doesn't have to be good. It's just the right junk for me. It's like yeah. it's my junk food. Um, and so now I got my HBO password, and I'm like, like let's 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 get it, you know. And I'm struggling to like. So I've heard great things about this new season. When did season two premiere? Was it back in? <laughs> is that a May? is that a, is that a jab? It, no, I mean it's not. It's it's. What do I do? It's a backhanded question. <laughs> yeah, it's a backhanded question. Oh, probably March. Okay, so it's pretty. It's been out for a while. It's pretty, yeah, but I want to hear your thoughts because I haven't had the chance to hear see, everybody. So I guess else's. I guess here's my main problem, is maybe this is 
I this might be I might have said it perfectly. Can I digress for just two oh, seconds? Please do. I, we couldn't get through the first season. Yeah. We got like five episodes in and it was you almost, and your wife. It was almost yeah, me yeah. and my wife, and we're huge Game of Thrones fans. I know that that's they're two totally different shows. Right. I realize that. And I we love HBO programming, but it almost felt like what's Program. the point of this show? Well, you, you, there felt like there was some supernatural stuff that was about to happen. And there was that, uh, there was the whole, uh, what's the good guy from uh, Apollo 13? He's in it too, right? Jake Gyllenhaal? I don't know. No, not Jake Gyllenhaal. Tom Hanks. Ed, Ed Harris. Oh, Ed, Ed Harris, Harris, yeah. He's, yeah, oh yeah, he's got, he, so. Sorry, I No, I no, it's totally fine, it's fine. You're, 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 it's fine because I didn't have a whole lot because I, I like, I keep we rewatching. We could get into it. We, I keep rewatching the first episode. Episode, uh-huh. and I think really what I'm lacking is because I'm a bum, yeah, and because I don't watch things like normal people do. I need like a refresher on what happened on season one. Sure, yeah, this and, is a Netflix baby. It's HBO. Yeah, this is HBO. Like things happen that you have to put together, and I'm like, who are these characters? Uh, so I guess what I'm saying now, this is a premature review of a show that's been out for six months. I'm struggling to get into it. I think it's going to do good things. But right now, I'm like I'm like grinding to catch. I'm like grinding yeah. through the exposition. Yeah, and you shouldn't. If a good TV show, you shouldn't have to like have that kind so, of conversation with yourself. I don't know. Okay, I mean that's I I I, I think that it. I look just... forward to hearing how the season ends a year from now. <laughs> Great. So you you are the guy that is on season. three. Three of The Walking Dead, and they just started season nine. And you, no, love you know what? The show. You, you know what? You know what? Yeah, you can say that, and it's hurtful because on purpose during the app, you you're like, and and like these people are dead. You told me, it, and I had Andrea. to look it up. And you're right, you asshole. Yeah. You did it again. Yeah. Uh, and you're still you're Rick's about the- to die too. They're, he's he's leaving the show. Whatever that guy's name is, everybody knows this. Everybody knows. This. I don't. I, I. I. Like. I stonewall What's people. What's Rick gonna go on to do? He, I haven't seen that guy in anything. No. This you is can't. a cash cow. If you were an actor and you were on one of the biggest TV shows in the world, why he would you ever leave? He thinks it? he's John Hamm. Why? John Hamm didn't go on to do much. He's funny, but he's been on a handful of movies, and he he wrote out Mad Men as long as it went. Right. Right. I'm just saying. It, I never it, caught the last season of that either. It's like Still Steve Carell leaving season seven of The Office and then ruining one of the greatest TV shows of all time because he thought he was going to do. Well, Steve Carell had a future, man. Yeah, he. I mean, he had a couple of movies after that, but. So, anyway. so time will tell. <laughs> time will tell. Review well, for I, uh, season two of Westworld. That was a that was a what I've been doing review. That's not a review. So right back at you. So what have you been doing? All right. So it's the Halloween season, and I am an absolute huge horror junkie. I have always have been. Uh, my wife hates horror movies, so I usually have to wait till can, she's till, till she's out of town. What's up? Can I ask you something? Sure. Have you tried to watch Shaun of the Dead with her? Uh, no, I've never watched that movie. She, she you never watched Shaun of the Dead? I mean, I think it's great, but she wouldn't get it. Oh. <laughs> she, I, she wouldn't think it's funny. Ah, uh, okay. She wouldn't think it's funny. But anyway, so my oh. wife went out of town last week, and I had a buddy over, and I was like, all right, I've been meaning to watch this movie. Dinger Dog, you're going to laugh at this. And it's Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. Oh, my Do you know God. who this movie stars? Um, Tom, uh, Tom, Tom, Thomas Lennon, who was Dangle in Reno 911. Okay. All right. And it's, it's, it's a comedy. It's a horror comedy, but it is super gruesome. And it is the, these, the, the, it's a puppet master movie. I've only seen like one or two and I saw them 20 years ago and they were never any good. 
now they're kind of banking on people want to see horror movies for the same reason they wanted to see them back in the 80s, just for the funny kills and stuff like that. Yeah, right. You want a little nudity, yeah. a little camp, a little... And yeah. Dude, I am not kidding you. The movie is great. Like, it is just chock full of good one-liners, chock full of hilarious kills that are, like, super cheesily done on purpose. One of the kills is one of the robots just pulls out two flame hands, and you see two really, really bad-looking heads that just get set on fire, and they don't make any noise. And it's just... it. It looks like it's made by fans of horror movies on a low budget, purposely on a low budget. You know, it's straight to DVD. Right. The movie ends with, I mean, spoiler alert, the movie ends with you're going to see a sequel. I do have I do have one <laughs> for warning. all those people. I do have up. one warning for you. Don't watch it with your significant other. Watch it because there is one kill in there that really steps over the line in terms of bad taste. And I'll give you a little hint. It involves a pregnant woman, which I, I the movie really did a good job for a while there with really hilarious kills, like toe in the line. Like yeah. there's there's a there's a kill where a guy is taking a piss and one of the one of the puppet masks one of the puppets comes over, cuts his head off, the head falls into the toilet, and he's peeing on his head. It's that's the movie. It's very tongue in cheek, right? But then there there's just one kill where it was like I looked at my buddy and I was like that was too much even for a 36 year old that's been doing this for a long yeah, time even for the the, the high highbrow of afternoon yap where uh-huh. you, you had like you but know. it is it's seriously funny you can rent it right now and if you are a big horror fan and just you're looking for dumb entertainment it's a good movie Shaun of the Dead watch it Dinger Dog let's take a quick break let's do it Dinger dog, I don't know about you, buddy, but some of the times I get called an asshole. <laughs> no, and I, yes. I think that I know I've known you for twenty years, and I don't think anybody's ever said that guy Dinger dog is a real asshole. You're just like this super likable guy. I don't know what it is about you if, if you're always super positive or what's going on, but just people this like product me. isn't going to. It's be not because I'm handsome. This product isn't going to be for you. Okay. So this, this product, is why they, the people at Moral Implications. This is by the good people at Moral Implications. This product is called the No Porn. And what I, the No Porn is, is it's a little gizmo that you put on your keychain. And it's a little horn that when you press a button, it shouts, nope, whenever you press it. So I want to give you a little bit of backstory. Okay. I was visiting uh, Washington, D.C. with my wife a, a week ago. Nation's capital. Uh, we hopped on the subway. I hate the subway. I hate public travel. You I hate, hate crowds. I hate people. And you hate a woman America? hopped in front of me, and my wife sat down in a seat, and she immediately sat down next to her. And I didn't mean to, Dinger Dog. I didn't want to, but I said, nope. And she hopped up, and my wife looked at her mortified and looked at me mortified. So wait. And she was like, you – she was like, don't listen to him. And I was like, I was like, that's my wife. Nope. Uh-huh. She hopped up. So this pregnant and she, and woman. My wife a... is just glaring at me, and she's and I was like, "There's got to be a better way to do this, you know? Like, I, I shouldn't have had I shouldn't have had to yell at that poor woman." Right, but you still wanted your seat. I still wanted my seat. I was like, "That's that my wife. Your she sat down. Seat. You sat down next to her. This is a crowded subway. You get to stand. I don't care if you're 67 years old. Dinger dog. Pregnant. No porn is a good product by the good people at Morplication. It's in case someone takes your seat on the bus, just like she did." Just like that lady did. Was it? 
Someone raises their hand to ask a question at a meeting. Isn't that the worst? Oh nope. My God. Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. The, the conference call is go like wrapping up, and someone's like, I actually I have, have a question. And you're I like, there's 48 question. people that nope. want to go to nope. lunch. But isn't that the worst, though? Because when you say nope, they hear your voice. But this little gizmo, nobody's going to know. Oh, nope. my gosh. Nope. On, you can do this over a phone call. On, my, on a phone call, it would be brilliant. She wouldn't have known it was me if I hit the nope button. She would have just been like, In a crowded doing, subway? Yeah. It's just somebody else saying nope. What if someone wants to speak to you at work while you're busy? They come into your office and they go, hey, Dinger Dog, I want, Excuse I, got me, somebody Mr. Dinger I, Dog. Want, I got somebody I want you to meet. And you go, nope. And they go, he didn't say it. Like, I, Who I, did say that? I, did, I don't know. It was just it's, my inner. What do they call it when it's um, telekinesis? No, no, no. When it's uh, a hidden message that subliminal, subliminal messaging. Yeah. What about someone? When someone tries to cut in front of you in line, you're trying to get yourself some nice Chick Fil A. Nope. Nope. Oh. Don't you dare cut in front of me. Or about when your wife wants to talk to you and it's after 11 p.m. You've worked all day. Nope. She goes, but honey, one question. Don't you think that nope. you should make more money? Nope. <laughs> Nope, 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 nope. Dinger was dog. that the dogs? Did Dinger, the dogs tell me nope? Dinger dog. The nope porn. How much is, is it? Nine ninety nine. Okay. You put it on your keychain. Every just ninety nine a month. Nine ninety nine. That's Period? it. It's just a little bit. Of, it's just a little gizmo. It's gonna get you out of thick. It's gonna get you out of thin. There's no fuss. There's no must. There's plenty of nope. Right. Buy one right now. Nope. Hello and welcome back to the last segment of the afternoon yap. Dinger Dog. Every time <laughs> I listen to the yap, I'm ashamed of myself. Is What's that? that? Because I'm like, I, that's not me. I don't say those things about rape fans. Who said anything about any of that? Oh, oh it was a different yap. See, okay. now I'm going to be listening to this part and be ashamed again. <laughs> uh, this is our last segment of the evening. Uh, we're going to get into our review of Shadow of the Tomb Raider. But before that... I'm going to have a a little discussion with you. I'm never going to be a senator. And I'm going to choose my words very carefully. Okay. Uh, Hold on a minute. (laughs) I know that beginning really. I feel this feeling before. Is my mom going to come down with a letter? No, no, no. No, 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 no. So a couple of weeks ago, we met with uh, a group of our buddies that we've known for the last 20 years. You know, you, you put yeah, a group. Yeah, dude-a-thon. It was dude weekend. You put a group of friends like this together and you're just, you're bound to have a good time. We have such, we have such good chemistry. We know each other so well and we're just, we're having the best time in the, it was easy. in our lives. Like it was Sunday easy. morning. Yeah. Easy like Sunday morning. One of my favorite parts about this whole trip was this conversation that we had when we were talking about just growing up, growing up in the 90s. Growing up, being a, a oh. young, fertile boy. Oh, boy. And we were talking about the, the – I remember the first time that I found one of my favorite hobbies was when, <laughs> I, was four, was when I was 14 years old. Uh, and I, I did something, uh, and, I, and I thought to myself, boy, I'm going to be doing this the rest of my life. Like, it's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's good for the whole family. But what? You look like you're about to say something. Yeah, I, I'm just letting it go because I want to be a senator. And you were talking – you were telling us this story of – Growing up and you're, you're in your teens and it's the summertime, you don't have a job and you come out from your bedroom and you would grab one paper towel and you would rip it off of the spool and your mom started figuring out what you were doing and you would make eye contact with her 
And you, think you never knew. She never knew what you were doing. You never knew if she knew what you were doing. But she knew that you were 16 years old and you're bored and it's 4 o'clock and you've been doing this every single day, all day for summer. Maybe it has something to do – maybe that paper towel isn't for cleaning up spilled lemonade that's in your bedroom. Maybe it's for something else. We all do it. We all do it. Sometimes I, you, do I it. mean, I think you told me your wife spilled a glass of lemonade just the other day. Yeah, we all, we all spill lemonade. Okay. These are the things that have made Dinger go rip through the decades. Do you want right, – do and, and These the, are the things that have startled me. Things that me. make you go rip. Things, <laughs> things that, that have startled me into spilling The things that make you go rip, 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 rip. These are the things that, that have startled me into knocking a glass of lemonade over. Is everybody following? Is everybody picking up the breadcrumbs that I am putting yeah, down? Yeah, they're, they're small breadcrumbs. <laughs> You're going to run out of a loaf of bread, Hansel. <laughs> we all do it. I'm not saying I didn't do it. I just didn't have that connection with my mom the way that you did. I see. Okay. So these are the things that in, that in the 90s would make Dinger Dog go, hmm, This is the shame I, that I, I, I – This rip, is why – I need to rip a piece of paper. This is why I feel shame when I listen I to the app. I told you this was going to be – This is why I always save this shit for the third You didn't, in fact, tell me. For the record. I told you via text, but you never listen. Dinger Dog, these are the things that make you go rip out. Make Alex. things that make you go rip. Dinger Dog's just sitting around. He's Picture Dinger Dog, 14 years old, 13 years old, 12 Bearded. years old. Alex Mack comes on. Rip. She turns into that puddle. <laughs> Scrambled Cinemax. Rip. Rip. Dinger Dog, help me out here. Channels four and six <laughs> on the one TV Oh, Revenge of the Nerds? Rip. Uh, Patty Mayonnaise from Doug. Ooh, she was pretty sexy with that haircut. I still haircut. think that the haircut still does it for me. This, uh, Some of these are... Skeeter? What about no. Ellie Sattler's mom jeans in Jurassic Park? You may, you might have gone rip last week on this one. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, rip? Oh, man. When she when um, sorry, when um, she's got the hobble because her legs hurt. Oh, God! Oh, and the khaki shorts. I know you've been thinking about this. <laughs> rip. I Okay. <laughs> You spilled my own lemonade. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone in Clueless when she has a handbag he really likes. Okay. Rip. That was private. Ah, <laughs> uh, his dad's epic stack of penthouse magazine from the 1980s. Rip, 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 rip. Your dad, does he have a penthouse or was it barely legal? What are you talking? <laughs> He's a senator. Uh, playing doctor with the neighbor girls. I'll show you mine if you show me your scenario. It's a rip. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> blo- uh, blossom, but then you kind of feel weird about it later. Which one, Joey? Rip. <laughs> yeah, with Joey. <laughs> no, not Joey. <laughs> uh, the cheerleaders from Super Tacbo Bowl. We've talked about oh, this. Oh, no, no. We've like, talked about this. That's some I think, uh, I action. Think that has been um, <laughs> well documented. <laughs> Rip. Just the. I mean, how did they know? Yeah, exactly. Just the, that Dinger Dog was going to be playing this and going to be ripping like mad. Rip. Uh, pits, man. And the Spice Girls. Rip, 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 rip. Who was your favorite? It was obviously the one that's married to the soccer player. Uh, Ooh, were you a baby Spice? Because she was a little chubby. I don't know, baby Spice, sporty. Uh, what about your 20s? Uh, the lead singer of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's. Now okay, we're so up. I didn't know that this was going to be multi decadal 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 <laughs> multi decadal I know that you heard maps and you said uh, rip uh da na na uh Lilith there whenever it comes on Palladia all the time rip 
Uh, what about bald Britney Spears? Double. Rip. That's a, that's a what two play. What about in, in that same decade, her, you saw that upskirt and you go, oh, God. Can Whoa, you, can I don't you, know what you're talking about. Can you put about. the rip back? The, is that a verp? Is that like if... <laughs> Is that like if it doesn't Bur- work? Peer? Peer? What about the Navi girls on Avatar? Come on, man. That's kind of Wait, wait which ones? The Navi girls on Avatar? The weird aliens? Well, Avatar. Rip. Oh, Avatar, the blue the ladies. James Cameron. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what my favorite part about that movie is? is they, he sleeps with this weird alien girl. And like, this is really making me uncomfortable. And then she's like, we're going to be together forever and ever and ever. And Dinger's... <laughs> I remember you told me, you looked at me and you're like, ah, oh, it's just this once, honey. <laughs> Rip. Can I feel like I need to clarify here. At some point, you need to say that we were just joking. Uh, what about what about uh, uh, Hillary Swank and Million Dollar Baby? I, uh, Rip. I, uh, Avril Lavigne uh, singing Skater Girl. She's pretty bad. I, I'm with you on that one. She was a skater boy. She said, see you later, boy. Rip, rip, rip. I think that might be right out of your file. Sorry. Uh, downloading Pornog to your iPod Touch. Rip. I never had an iPod Touch. You uh, had four I had of three. Them. Uh, whenever <laughs> the OC comes on, rip. No, rip, this rip. is like, I think we've trained. This is a different journal. <laughs> whenever High School Musical comes on. Dinger dog. That. <laughs> no, this is a, you, you've, you've confused. You, you, you've now opened your journal. Uh, what about college girls with backpacks and relaxed attitudes toward body hair? Oh, that's rip, <laughs> rip, 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 skedaddle, rip, rip. <laughs> like this is rip. a great, this is great audio. Rip. You just yell rip and point your finger at me and no one knows what's going on. Rip. Oh, I loved her. Uh, and then uh, we're going to do one more, one more whole decade. Your thirties. Anytime the family goes out of town for any reason, <laughs> Oh, so this is a whole new sound. <laughs> I get it. That's not even. A, that's just all of the paper towels I, I, at once. I, I I just thought I I thought you were gonna go bigger and just be like, "Welcome <laughs> to Costco, sir. Can I see your membership card?" Oh, Dinger Dog, that was fun. Oh, glad it was fun for you. <laughs> that was fun. I'm, that was fun for I'm me. I'm glad. This is when I'm like. There's times, right? There's times when I'm like, "What? Why can do you I, think what I made I, this show? What can I do to like?" broaden the audience of the yap like should we get business cards should we like increase our social media presence there's times and I'm like I'll be sitting there and I'll like brainstorm all these ideas and then <laughs> this happens and I'm like I'm glad that three people listen <laughs> uh, let's close out the episode let's <laughs> let's do a review of the new uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider it's the new Tomb Raider game Shadow of the Tomb Raider I want I want you to start out this review just because what's the main character's name Lara Croft, Rip. your favorite beautiful Lara Croft. She got rebooted back in 2010 by Square Enix. Uh, they wanted to make a more realistic. <laughs> just keep going. Wait, what's wrong? I just thinking re- the word rebooted. Rip, rip. Oh yeah. yeah I can't believe that the- Lara Croft in cosplay. Rip. No, just in the in the PlayStation One version. So they they rebooted her back in 2010. They wanted to make a more realistic Lara Croft. They wanted to give her a deeper story. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't help I it. I almost lost my beer. You've played through the first two, correct? Yes. And I played through the first two, but I kind of got bored halfway through each of them. Lara Croft's never been a big uh, 
The Tomb Raider games have never been all that big for me, but I know they've been pretty big for you. Yeah, I, 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 I have love. Yeah. So uh, this is the last one in this new trilogy. Uh, just came out. Uh, the story this time is you're now in co- some fictional place called Petiti or in, in it's in South America. You are with a character named Jonah. Was Jonah in the first two by any chance? He was. Okay, so Jonah is back for this one. Right. And he's the one that... He's your bro. He's your bro because Jonah is really there the entire time for this game. He, he's he, like an anchor. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. Um, this story, I don't know if 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 this is the same as the first two, but this is really a quest to learn the story of what happened to her dad. Lara Croft is really a troubled person in this. Uh, she is extremely selfish. She is much more worried about... Driven. Uh, driven? Is that what you said? Yeah. She's just much more worried about her finding these treasures than it is about what happens to the people that she loves, what happens to the civilizations and the cultures that she's taking these treasures from. Um, And I think that's kind of been the story from the get-go. But this time, Lara Croft, I mean, the the game starts off with her taking a treasure from something and it sets off this huge cataclysmic event. She kills a ton of people and she's sitting there having a conversation with Jonah and Jonah's trying to explain to her what she just did and all she cares about is going on to find the next treasure. So this this Lara Croft is is deeply troubled. She definitely has I don't want to say daddy issues because that's a that's kind of a mean thing, but she's definitely a troubled person. She's trying to find reason for existence. Is has this been kind of this arc has been a long time coming, I guess. Okay. So, so I, it, yeah, it I kinda... really I really want to know your point of view on this because I've never been a big fan of her character or the or the games. I just for not any this there's depth here. Like this is what I think. Like this is, I like this. I like this storyline. I like how this arc is coming, because it started in the first two. Okay. Where, her, you know, in the early early Lara Croft, was this like late like Florent flo, I had too many RBVs to say philanthropist. Fine. She was this charity woman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she. And, and everything was of good nature. Yeah. And as uh, through this, through the Shadow series, there's been a little light shine shown on that maybe, you know, it's a little more of a modern take on um, imperialism and uh, treasure hunting and like just going and, and taking artifacts out of like, I'm going to steal your God. I'm going to steal your religious artifacts or what. That's one way of seeing it. Or I, I, I'm just going to go find them. Indiana Jones is going to find these things, but he's actually stealing their culture. Um, so I was happy to see this go, and I was happy to see that they kind of just blinded her to like to Jonah being like, uh, so you realize you just killed everybody to get this thing. And she's Jonah's like, the voice of reason. In right, this right. And, and she's like, oh, but we came for the, yeah, the we dagger. came for the golden bullion. Yeah. We got the golden bullion, you know. Um, so I think it's, it's really reflects like a modern, like as we, and I think in the last year we were talking about Columbus and Columbus day. And as we look back on these things and see that like, okay, it maybe isn't always like the guy in the khaki shorts and the, and the, the stupid hat going and finding, finding a new world that there are consequences to, to coming in there. What's the, uh, I'll wrap my review with this. What's the line in, um. Jurassic Park, where he, where uh, Goldblum is saying like what you call discovery, I call the rape of the natural world. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it's a little bit, it's angled towards that. 
And I think that that adds depth to Lara's character that has never been there before. Yeah, it, this this story is very much that she is the 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 main villain in this game was last seen with her father. So she is looking for answers for why her father's dead. Why her she feels betra- she feels left and betrayed. She's she doesn't have she she's definitely not had a family present, and this has probably driven her to be the person that she is today. It definitely has. And and there's and like I think it, it it's a more balanced approach. There's there's different sides of drive. Yeah. Like drive it like people you you know, you tell your kids and like drive it's like this good thing, but a lot of people use not so or more nefarious reasons drive them. Yeah. Uh so I'm not wild about the story. We'll, we'll I'll close up with some more facts at the end of uh, the review. Uh, but next thing is the presentation. This game is just like kind of Forza 4 is, where it is the pinnacle of Xbox One X. It is absolutely gorgeous Chris. in 4K. The game also runs in Atmos. And what Square Enix does with lighting and fire, this is some of the best like fire that I've ever seen in a game. But you're really not going to see too many different locales than I've seen in the first two. You're going to see lots of uh, rocky caves, places, yeah, rocky places, jungles. Um, the water's beautiful. The water's beautiful. They do water well, yeah. And the the sound design is absolutely fantastic in this game. There's there were plenty of times where I was just in a cave and listening to. The, the the dew drop off from the top of the from the cave and it's just Stalactite. super atmospheric. Uh the gameplay this time. This is this is the one thing that I'm really pleased to announce is this one feels way less open than the last one. I had lots of challenges with the second one because they it nice wasn't an open it. world, but they opened up the maps a lot and they provided a bunch of uh, different paths in and out of some of these areas. And so you were doing a lot of backtracking in the last one, and it was really easy to get lost. And I I liked the second one up to the there was we got lost a couple of times to the point where I involved many different friends trying to help me. Yeah, I you think, were YouTubing things. I think, things. I, think were, yeah. I think that the game had glitched and that I needed to actually restart it because but, this these games have bugs in them. I there were there was a bug in the third one where. I was supposed to be following an NPC and she just stopped on the bridge. And I, and I was like, we've got to go that way in order to remember uh, what you were just saying. I'm following you NPC. And I had to actually restart it. And lo and behold, the next time she went across the bridge, but that was the only time that I ever had a problem in this whole game. Yeah. And to the point with the open worlds, you know, it's funny. The last, the shadow of the tumor rise, rise of the Tomb Raider, rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I actually played through a lot with my youngest daughter watching. Yeah. And it's weird how helpful she was. Yeah. My wife my wife played this game with me and she's just she's so much smarter than I am. Like I was gonna well, that's go not weird. I was gonna go a different way, but she was helping me solve a lot of these puzzles. Cause I would get to these puzzles and I'd be like, Man, this Well is that's just... not weird or surprising. What I'm saying is <laughs> that like my my young child, my under ten year old child, would be like, "You can't like understand like." I had almost a better feel of where the game was trying to lead me. Yeah, she's like, "But it's light over there, yeah. Dad." Oh, you know, wow, like, yeah. You know, like she read in the environment, read the environment better than I did, and like picked up on probably subtle or more subtle cues than that. So I thought that was interesting. I haven't played through this <laughs> newest one with my daughter just yet. But, yeah, uh, we'll you played there. a bunch with me. Uh, yeah. In this one, it feels a lot more linear, but there are these hub areas where uh, you can kind of stop, get grounded. You can go to merchants. You can uh, 
you know, there's still the fireplaces where you can uh, upgrade your weapons, upgrade your armors, change your outfits and stuff like that. Crafting items has come back. Um, uh, there is still the, the secret tombs, uh, which I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. I don't know if Tomb Raider fans want to be forced to do these challenge tombs or if they would rather find them on their own because I literally, I found one or two and it would say, there's a challenge tomb nearby. Do you want to go check it out? And I would think that I would be going the right way and I would actually be going to the challenge tomb and I would turn myself around because I was like, I don't give a shit about this. I don't care about leveling up my character. I'm not invested in the story enough. I'm not enjoying the game enough to go do this challenge tomb. So unfortunately for this part of the review, I can't really touch upon those challenge tombs, which might be one of the best parts of the games. I have, I don't have any idea. See, I think, I think what's going to happen with the Tomb Raider series in general or the game, like to talk about gameplay is so when you made, they've made the, the, the maneuvering, I guess what the platforming, is yeah. that the right word for it? Yeah. Just the traversal. In the, the traversal. Game. The, the Red Bull and Vodka is easier. They've made that. And so that was always a big challenge. Or in the earlier stages, like the PlayStation 1. Excuse me. PlayStation 2 versions. So as they've taken these away, it's more puzzle-driven. And yeah. it's more shooter-driven. Yeah. And it can't be shooter-driven because yeah. it's not that game. So it, it it's like almost my recommendation for the game would be to, to make it so that I actually... I know this will irritate you because these things irritate you more than anything that's bad game design where you fall off when you're just trying to walk i said that to my wife multiple times when i was playing this game i was like this is bad game design but i and i shouldn't i shouldn't keep saying that shit because i'm not a game designer but there were multiple types i want to stop consumer that's what you should i want to stop you right there because you will be happy to know that this game focuses way more on exploration than it does combat and i was kind of upset about that The, the the game the tomb raider gameplay loop is you you're going to climb stuff you're going to do stealth kills you're going to have a, a shootout and then you're going to solve a puzzle puzzle and you're going to rinse and repeat right this one in in uh rise of the tomb raider there was tons of shooting right like they really embraced oh, yeah. the mean, unchartedness yeah. of this series this one they draw that they pull that back a lot and that actually kind of the shooting in these games I really like. So I actually was kind of, I don't want to climb all the time. I don't want to solve puzzles all the time. The pacing, it felt like it actually needed more shooting in this because she, that, she, all she does is kill people. And I and I actually, I had a lot of fun with her stealth kills. I had a lot of fun with her, the shootouts in this game, but they really pull that back in this one. So just to let you know. No, and I, and I, I guess I'm okay with that because I, I like those other aspects yeah. of the world. Yeah. I like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fond of the puzzles uh-huh. and I'm, I'm not one to jump to like, how the hell do I get out of here? You know, I mean, there's certainly times when you're frustrated, Yeah. but I think going back and if you listen to all the apps, all 64 of them, you'll yeah. know that like I, and it's part of who I am. Like I'm not buying 52 games a year yeah i'm buying six yeah and so when i want it i want it to be i want it to hurt a little bit yeah because then it feels better when you win i this game took a while for me to get in uh get into it it was probably halfway through the game where and this isn't really a spoiler area but i don't know how much kind of um like spookiness has happened in the last two, but there's an area where you meet this tribe of people that look like they're monsters from the descent, but they're actually in like an Indian garb. 
and it was really fun. It actually kind of turned into kind of kind of a little bit of survival horror where these monsters are very, very creepy. They're hunting you, and there's these really good shootouts. Might have been the mushrooms the game, you had. That is when the game really got excited for me. But here are my final thoughts. Uh, like I said, the game is more of a focus on exploration than combat. So is that good news for you or is that bad news for you? I, I think that it's as long as it's not too much. Yeah. Like, I mean, the combat is good because I do like the shooting style. Yeah. But medium uh, news. The, and there are in these hub worlds, there are all kinds of different side missions that you can do. I, I didn't do any of them. I And I still it still took me, I believe, 17 hours to get through the campaign. So it's a good it's a good lengthy campaign. Um, without doing any of the side mission stuff. Uh, there are frustrating trial and error chase sequences littered throughout the entire game. So this is, this game, it's impossible for me to review this game without comparing it to Uncharted because it very much feels like it's trying to be Uncharted and Uncharted is just I think that's master class in terms of an action adventure game. And there are so many different points. There's probably about, I don't know, probably 10 different chase scenes in this game where if you don't know exactly where you're going, you're going to die. And you're going to see these. She still has these kind of painful, really violent death, death sequences. And she still has these really painful, violent death sequences. And I think that we're kind of past that at this point. Like, I think that we've seen that for the last 20 years. Or like, I don't know if we like, necessarily oh, no, you fell need in the spikes that. and your head, it went through your yeah. ear. Yeah. Real, so some of that is super frustrating because I had to play these chase sequences like 10 times over because there would be a, there would be a moment where I would have to jump. I wouldn't jump in the right area and I would die and it would reload. Uh, uh, the story is okay. The I con- like that though. I still like the that story game. is okay. The conclusion is okay. I don't want to get into spoilers, but you can almost imagine where. But I will. You can almost imagine where this arc is going to take well, you. Well, yeah, but she like- she has been obsessed with finding stuff at, at at all costs. She doesn't care about what it does to cultures. She doesn't care about what it does to her friendships. Which seems and- a little heavy handed. No, that's not what I'm saying. But at the end of it. It, the, the conclusion is it just feels so safe to me. I would rather that the, the game ended with this took her over her and maybe it killed her or maybe this was this, this, <laughs> dri- this drive, this passion to be the best Tomb Raider consumed her and it was her demise, you know, but you're going to get a safe ending that's probably going to – it just – it, yeah, we it got it. I got it, man. You already spoiled me. it. I don't want to play it. The game, it, and like I said, the game is just, it's, if I want to play a game that is like this, I would rather just play Uncharted. I give the game uh, a 7.5, and it and I, it really the, got extra points. It really got extra points because of just how absolutely beautiful the game I, is. I, I love this. This is my favorite thing for you because this is like a ripping, like you just gutted it and gave it a 7.5. Yeah. And to me, that's not a gut. Like, like that's still a C, right? C degrees, baby. You, yeah, you taught me that. Yeah, but this is a AAA game that's selling oh, really oh, well, oh. and I think it'll, that review would piss off people. But I give it a seven point five. If you're a huge Tomb Raider fan, 
You're going to like it. Dinger Dog, I know you're going to like it. I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are when you actually finish the game. Right. Um, but it just it didn't really do much for me in terms of st- – but I've never been a huge fan of her. But I try to keep an open eye. Like, I – I really, her, I really, I really, like, okay, go ahead. I yeah. really tried to keep an open mind when I was playing the game, but it just, it felt it's hard like, for a, you. it felt like a slog. It got good halfway through. And then the, the ending was really, really fun. Like I really enjoyed some of the set pieces at the ending. I gave it a 7.5. Dinger dog. Yes. That's it for us. Coles the on the burgers. Yeah. Burgers uh, on the coals. If you got any questions, email us at afternoon yap at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at, at afternoon underscore yap. And please visit our website at www.afternoonyap.com. Uh, Dinger Dog, we'll be back in two weeks. We're going to review Call of Duty Black Ops 4. We're going to have some friends involved. Oh, uh, man. It's, I played it's... a bunch of it this weekend. Fortnite, I, PUBG. I'm excited to I'm excited to play it with I gotta you. i got to play those games first. Dinger Dog, you got anything to say before we go? I love, love you guys. Dinger Dog. I love those guys too. Dingerdog, you want to say anything else? Love you. All right, love you too. See you, buddy. Listeners.